All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm Jane. And I'm Lizzie. And welcome back to the podcast where we talk about uncomfortable things and are uncomfortable the entire time just, just for you. Just the whole time, really. Just the whole the whole podcast. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Um, yeah, so today our uncomfortable topic is uh, being hurt feelings and just... Yeah, it just will be interesting. We're having Darcy on um, because, you know, as we learned last week, like she had something to do with the whole rift between me and Bingley. And, Definitely like, an interesting guest choice. It will be interesting, but like... Wouldn't have been you know my what? first choice. <laughs> In the interest of like communication, we talked so much last week about how important it was to communicate openly and to hear all sides of the story, we are going to have Darcy on so that she can explain. I'm not mad at her. I just don't I get it. <laughs> Lizzie's mad. I just, like, I guess I can't imagine having the audacity to, like, intervene in something that doesn't concern you, like, in that way. It's, it's just, it's not clicking for me why someone would do that. I can, yeah. I mean, I can see, like intervening with a friend if you're concerned about something but I just think maybe she could have approached it in a different way it just it does not sit right with me and so we're gonna get it out there figure it out yeah I mean hopefully we can heal something I'm not expecting much from Darcy I don't know her to be the best listener or very receptive of when she has done something wrong but you know we will see I guess we shall see. It it'll be good. It'll be good. It's been so refreshing to like be talking to Bingley again, have that relationship be part of my life again cuz she's so amazing. And so I just don't want there to be this like elephant that is there just like in my peripheral view <laughs> that I just am like I don't know what happened. So yeah, like it feels like like I feel like for lack of a better word, you kind of got blindsided and it feels like, like if it was such a problem, I just don't get why it wasn't brought up to you too. Like, totally. And like, if that's like sort if you're of my... going to intervene in someone's life, you should at least bring up to that person why you're intervening in their life. No, exactly. And that's my thing is like, I thought like this whole time I've given Darcy the benefit of the doubt. I thought she was a fine person. I've been, I don't think I ever gave her a reason not to. That was like, your first mistake see me as some that was my first mistake see me as someone who's approachable because I like to think I'm approachable like I don't think yeah. I people can come talk to me about problems I've never been one to shy away from that or like make somebody feel bad for coming to me with an issue so I just it felt feels weird bad vibes I want to fix it supremely bad vibes supremely I agree bad. well I, I hope you get something out of this because I mean let's just let's make it clear for the audience this is your idea if it was up to me we would have like I don't know dad on the podcast I'm sure dad would have lots of thoughts I don't know what dad would think dad would sit here with his newspaper and he'd be like sometimes a relationship is like a coffee machine and then would not elaborate at all that's he would just, just it. that would be his advice <laughs> and we'd be like okay and and he'd be like that's it do with that what you will. A relationship, what a, is like a, <laughs> a 
coffee machine. I'm gonna put that on a sweatshirt. Should we do merch? I think we should. Oh my god, that. yeah, merch. I, I think we should put that on a sweatshirt. I think that'd be fun, you know, get some sweatshirts of just all the heinous things we say on this podcast. <laughs> oh god. I don't know how our parents would react to know all of the ins and outs of our dating lives. It just really we really just put it all out there. Listeners, congrats. You get the like front row seats to the the train wreck. Literally, like it is quite literally that. Um yeah, I think it's so funny that like thinking about it like nothing about the idea of like strangers on the internet knowing all of this stuff about my personal life and, like my dating life makes me uncomfortable but the second I'm like my mother could listen to this I'm like I don't want my mom to know about this this <laughs> is between everything. me and God and thousands of willing strangers on the internet yes delete everything we're going into witness protection if yep. mom ever finds this yeah if mom ever finds this and you don't hear from us just know that we are probably up in a small villa in Canada cannot tell you which province um that would kind of ruin the whole ruin the point um wearing jackets and doing fine um we're just living completely different lives yes. now your names and everything yeah it'll be it'll be good anyway it'll be we're fine we're fine we're cool and fine i'm in a better place with bingley I don't know where you're at, Lizzie. I am. Who would I be in a better place with? The Lord. <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> I mean, after last week, I think maybe we're in a better spot with the Lord. I don't know. We've. I think I'm in a worse <laughs> spot with the Lord after last week. <laughs> Figured some things out. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm in certainly a spot. I feel like I'm just kind of like floating. Like you ever seen like those like videos of like babies in like those swim classes where they're learning to swim but like they can't do any like strokes yet so they're just like floating and they look kind of like dead bodies yes that's me i'm a two-year-old floating in a pool <laughs> that's that's a take i you know i was gonna ask you where you think like where things are headed for you right now but i think that who knows much, i'm two that pretty much mm-hmm. sums it up baby swim class yep gotta miss baby swim class that's where i wish i was that's to be two but not understand like what what water is yet. Mm-mm. That's the that's the way. The dream. That is the dream. Last week you were a frog. This now week, I'm a baby. You're a baby. In a pool. <laughs> Two year old in a pool. Next week I'll probably be a koala squishmallow that someone has like stepped on. Oh my god. You know. Yep. I've always wanted the avocado one. I think they're so cute. <laughs> they're so cute. I want, like, I, I need, like, a big list of all the Squishmallows. Because, like, I just, I wish they were easier to get. Right. Because, like, they're always, like, price jacked up on Amazon. So, it's, like, I don't want to buy one on Amazon and they're cheaper, like, at Walgreens. But then, like, you have to, like, you know, slim pickings at Walgreens. So. Yeah. You can buy them directly, I think, from, like... The wholesaler. I can't remember. Anyway. Well, you know. I direct. Maybe after this we'll need some squishmallows. So. Just to just for the comfort. Yeah. The this trauma. isn't a sponsored podcast. We just really like <laughs> stuffed animals. Squishmallows, please. Please sponsor us. Sponsor us. Um, you know, get like fifteen percent off of your next squishmallow <laughs> with code Lizzie and Jane. 
Yeah. Don't try that. It's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. You, you, Sorry. I, I don't know what you lose by trying it, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to work. Um, yeah, I'm here with my coffee and my uh, deep breath exercises that my therapist worked me through. And I feel ready for whatever happens in this interesting, interesting episode with an interesting guest that we just have a lot of history with. I feel like you, more than me, have just a lot. I have no, I I just have beef. There's no history. <laughs> beef. beef? Where did it come from? I just, I mean, like, you had bad vibes. The bad vibes. The beef that you should have had this whole time that you refuse to judge people. It's because I, I listen. I see people for who they are and their grisly little souls. Wow. And I saw that beneath a beautiful woman was that, that guy. I can't remember his name. Randall from Monster Inc. <laughs> the, like, gecko lizard one? Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of sexy. <laughs> Darcy is Randall? yeah oh my god or like oh my god that kid from recess i think his name may have also been randall (laughs) that was like a narc yes oh my god randall is just the worst name i think it's like the only randall i trust is randall park anyway stream (laughs) wandavision anyway We're here, besties. We are here, besties. Get ready for it, because I think this episode is going to be a lot of drama. It's going to be intense. I'm ready. Get your popcorn ready. We are centered. Maybe you'll need to teach me some of those breathing exercises before we start. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not nervous. I'm just shaking with fury. I'm not one for confrontation, but I I am. Know, maybe this isn't this is I am one for confrontation. We're not gonna start it there. It's not gonna be confrontation. It's gonna be a conversation. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the listeners want confrontation. They do. More exciting. Were you silent or were you silenced, Jane? Like, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> oh. I saw a tweet okay. that was like <laughs> was for silent or was he silenced and i haven't stopped thinking about it in days yep thanks oprah thanks oprah yeah let's see have i was i silent or was i silenced what is the situation we will find out tune in <laughs> in like yep. two seconds yep we're gonna throw to our reporter in the field which is just us in like five minutes when our guest arrives. <laughs> us in our living room. Okay, so we have got Darcy here um, this week just to talk things through. I think that's the big theme for these last couple of podcasts here. It's just getting things out in the open, working things out. Isn't that um, And so I think last week Bingley had mentioned, and I've been, Bingley and I have reconnected. We've, you know, we're talking things through, we're taking things slow, we're starting as friends, which I think is a better position for both of us to be in right now. Um, Admittedly, we went too fast. But um, she had mentioned, Darcy, that you had something to do with um, the ghosting situation, our, like, our rift Mm-hmm. if you will. Um, and so I wanted to give you the space to explain that because I'm not upset with you. I, I am, don't but... understand. Okay. 
what happened. Yeah. Thank you for, for allowing me to come on and kind of explain my side of things, I guess. I mean, I don't really have like a side of things because this isn't my situation, but I do appreciate you allowing me to come here and speak my mind about it, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just felt like you and Bingley, as you said, were moving far too fast and it was certainly scaring her as much as it was scaring me for her future um, because she's still in school and you're leaving and I, I know how much she cares about about her studies and her friends and I feel like she was just kind of like leaving that behind and I don't think that that was fair to her. I see I see that huh. and I, I think I said that you know when I was talking to Bingley um, is that I felt like I was a lot and I've realized that um, mm -hmm. now that we were in two very different places in our lives and I lost sight of that because of the how good it was we were we were really good together initially um, and you know it was it was convenient because long nights and having to go all the way back out to my apartment outside the city um, and it was nice to have a friend uh, and someone to confide in closer nearby mm -hmm. um, but what I, I you say you're not involved you don't see yourself as part of it but I think you had a lot to do with it I don't know if like I just don't see how we got here it just feels very strange to me that you would feel like part of our relationship not part of our relationship I just I don't think I really understand that yeah um I, I think I get where you're coming from there but certainly like Bingley is her own person, and she can make her own decisions. And while I may have influenced those decisions or given her ideas, I can't make the, the decisions for her. I'm, I'm, I'm not her. So anything that she did was on her own free will. Okay. Like, I guess I'm just struggling to understand the idea that Bingley is, you know, such such a full individual person that she can make these tricky decisions for herself, but not such a full individual person that she can, you know, come to these conclusions about her relationship without any meddling, without any interfering. If she's such an independent person, why do you think that you need to tell her what's going on in her life? Do you think she can't see that for herself? Well, I feel like she was really blindsided by the honeymoon phase that you guys were in. I mean, you said how, I don't say honeymoon phase is a bad thing. It's like a wonderful, it's beautiful, and it's like one of the most important parts of a of, of relationship. But certainly it blindsides a person and you can see things as better than they are or even um, see them really skewed and not really in the right light. Uh, and I feel like Bingley didn't really see the reality behind what was happening. I'm going to say it hurts me a little bit that you say you were, like, scared or, you know, as you said in the beginning, that you thought Bingley was, like, scared by the intensity of the relationship but I don't think I ever gave you any reason not to feel like you could come to me with concerns. I just think if you feel like you had 
the right to be, you know, have an opinion on our relationship. I don't understand why you didn't just come to both of us mm-hmm. and just went to Bingley. And then to suggest ghosting as the, like, alternative or the way to, like, solve the situation. It just feels very immature. And I think we're all adults. And I just, it could have been handled better. I don't know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In all honesty, the reason why I didn't come to you first is because I'm intimidated by you. I mean, certainly you have... I'm sorry? You're intimidated by Jane? Yes, I am. I'm very intimidated by her. She looks like Lady from Lady and the Tramp. What is she going to do? Hurt you? I don't... She just has an aura about her, and so you're intimidating as well, and I like that about both of you. You're incredible women, but I... It was not something that I, I don't know you well enough to have come to you about that. I know I've known Bingley forever. I mean, but you know her well enough to make judgments about, you know, how she's affecting your friend's relationship. Just sort of Yes, clear. I feel like I I make very good judgments when I'm seeing from the outside rather than inside because you're blindsided when you're inside the relationship. I don't disagree. But it just I don't understand it. I mean, I do. You felt like you had, you know, a right to have an opinion on our relationship, and that's your prerogative. But sometimes we can keep our thoughts up here. They if don't you trust have to come Bingley the way that you sound like you do to make her own decisions, I don't understand what your thought process was. I just don't understand how we got here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first of all, Lizzie, you don't need to insult me about this. Like, I understand that what I did was wrong, but you don't have to be rude about it, okay? Oh, you know, agree to disagree, but continue. Great, great. No, and Jane, I'm sorry, what what did you say that really caught me off guard? I just was saying that if you, you know, you say you trust Bingley, and I know you do, I mean, I assume you do, having been friends with her for so long and she certainly trusts you and what you say considering she took what you said to heart and ghosted me but you know if you trust her in that way why couldn't you just let us have our relationship as it was if you trust her to make smart decisions Mm -hmm. could we not have gotten there our on our own Mm -hmm. i i just felt like Bingley wouldn't have made the right decision if she wasn't told what was happening from the outside. You know, if she wasn't, like, if she hadn't seen the other side, she wouldn't, she never would have found it. She never would have known. She wouldn't have made the decision. The decision that you say she can make herself because she's an adult without you. So I'm confused how she could have made that decision herself. I guess it's not adding up to me. I'd love you to clarify Mm-hmm. So I I did influence her decision, yes, because I told her what was happening. But if she hadn't seen that side of things, she never would have known about it because she never would have opened her eyes to see it. But what what was happening? What were you so sure was happening? What is this like? Did you think that like Jane was going to kidnap her and like harvest her soul? What was so eminently pressing that you needed her to view it from your perspective? No, no, I didn't think that Jane was, like, a being a bad person or anything, or, like, a bad influence or anything like that. I feel like she was distracting Bingley from 
her school and her friends and other things that are important to her that you wouldn't want, if that were happening to Jane, you wouldn't want that to affect her life. I'm sure you would have done the same thing. I can't say I, unless, unless I thought Jane was in danger, I trust Jane to make her own mistake. But you would have suggested, would you not have that? No, if it wasn't something that was putting her life in danger, if it wasn't something that was literally risking her physical well-being, I'm not talking about grades. I'm not talking about like maybe she's going to the gym less. I am talking about she is not physically in danger. Nobody is hurting her. I trust her to make her own mistakes and bounce back from that because I'm an adult and she's an adult and I respect that. And Jane, would you not do the same for Lizzie though? Like, for example, if if Lizzie and I were dating and I were doing something like oh. what what would you do? I think I would sit you both down. I think if you were in a relationship with my sister, I you know This is a really I love my sister. I hypotheticals, Lizzie. We have to figure it out somehow. I as I've said before, I think any situation can be saved a lot of hurt by just having an open conversation. So if I saw something that I thought was really concerning in your relationship, I'd bring it up to the both of you because you're both part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I do know that what I did was wrong. And I hope you guys understand that. Do I do not regret what I did because I, cert- I cannot go back and I cannot change it. And I don't live my life regretting the things that I've done in the past because I just, I can't do that. That's not a good way to live. Um, but I, I am, I do apologize. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you can feel remorse for something you did and feel a little bit of regret for something that you did without letting it consume you. Like, no, I'm not asking you to like lay awake in bed at night and be like, wow, I hurt Jane so bad. But I feel like you know, part of owning up to the fact that you hurt somebody is expressing that, like, if you could go back, you wouldn't do it again. You can't go back. So, no, you can't, like, fix things. But the idea that you are, you know, proudly telling us that you don't regret it, I guess it's confusing to me that you are saying that it is both a bad thing and that you don't regret it. I feel like you're, like, kind of taking the words that I'm saying and you're taking them in the wrong light. That's not like what I mean. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have changed what I'd done, but I can't live my life like thinking in the past and That's regretting really things. I do feel remorse. Obviously I've apologized and it was a sincere apology, but I do not regret it because I cannot go back. Okay, sure, whatever. All right. I'm, I'm glad that talking to me about this is just so painful for you. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, what a what a weird um, defense mechanism you have there. Uh, I guess I just don't understand if you like. I again, I don't think that you have to, you know, dwell on something and just live in absolute hurt to regret something. I think that literally, if you would not do something again, that's regretting it. Do I feel bad about that time? that I puked in the teak bathroom and didn't flush it. Yeah, I do. But I, do I it certainly again. wouldn't not yeah. teak. <laughs> That's regret. I can't go back and fix that. I can't go back and fix what I did. But I wouldn't do it again because it's gross and I regret it. I wouldn't do it again. That's I what I'm saying. I another teak party again. <laughs> like, 
regret is regret doesn't have to be you you know lying awake in bed being like oh I wish I could go back and fix it it's just you admitting that if you were given the opportunity if this was Harry Potter you had a time turner you wouldn't do it again you'd make a different choice okay no I I, I hear you guys I understand thanks for talking through it with me I'm, I apologize thank you I think I think it was good I appreciate you coming here and talking it through you know I think I've learned a lot doing this podcast about um, self-reflection and, um, you know, the importance of time in a relationship. Um, and I appreciate you hearing us out. I know it's hard. Um, and these are not easy things. I thank you for apologizing. Um, I am, I feel better about this and I'm glad you had the space to talk it out. Um, but I feel like maybe there's some added tension here that, you know, in the interest of, we're all about communication here now, that's our thing, that you two just need some time to... Huh? No, I would have to agree. I feel like, Lizzie, you've been kind of villainizing me this whole time and... I'm allowed to have my opinions, and you're allowed to have yours, and I do say that my opinion was was incorrect and I did the wrong thing, but I feel like you're kind of making me out to be this horrible, horrible person, and it's not like I murdered someone, okay? Like, okay, okay, so... In an interest of understanding it better, but, okay, sure. So Darcy and I are good. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. Why? Lizzie, you're We're okay. Fine. Lizzie, We're you're still, fine. Huh? Lizzie, uh, uh, you gotta... Uh, Communication. What? I'm working no, on communication. What? I have nothing to say. I'm done. It's not my what? No, I feel like that I feel like we should have a conversation about kind of what's been happening. I feel like you've been really you've been antagonizing me and antagonizing me so much and I, I just feel like it's been it's hurt me a lot. Huh? Okay, I literally feel like I'm gonna go. Like I am not just not on the same page as you guys. I don't think I'm reading the same book. Okay. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Bye, Jane. All right. Um, since Jane's gone, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I do not like you. I have never liked you. And now that I know that you have gotten in the way of my sister's happiness, I am not even entirely sure uh, why we bothered inviting you on the podcast. It doesn't make sense to me. That's exactly my question. Why on earth would you invite me here if you despise me so much? I don't understand. Why do you keep bringing me back? <laughs> the operative being so much you pain. is a little generous. The operative being you is a little generous because it was Jane's idea to invite you in the first place because Jane thought you deserved a redemption arc. She felt so bad about, you know, all the negative press you sure you're getting for getting in the way of her relationship. And I don't care. I think you deserve it, and if it were up to me and me alone, we'd be having another guest this week. Maybe my mom. Well, Jane seems to have been a little bit pushy about that, which that pushiness is exactly the reason why I told Bingley to just leave her. Because that is Whoa. not who I want Bingley to be around being my best friend. Whoa. She's not pushy. There was no pushing on the subject. 
she said, I think we should hear Darcy out. And since I'm not the one whose life got messed with, since it wasn't my relationship that you, you know, decided to meddle with, I said, sure, because that's her right to seek closure or whatever she wants from you. That's her right. She didn't push me. She said, hey, would it be okay if we asked Darcy on the podcast? And I said, yes. I don't know. Just seems like she likes to push people around a little bit. And having been in the same home as her for literally over 20 years now, I could see that how she would influence you like that. And that's, um, yeah, that's not something that I want my friends to be around anymore. This is so amazing because this is, this is so, this is so you, you, you think, you know, people, you think you have like this excellent read on people and that you get them, but you don't, you don't get people. And why don't I? Give me one example on how I don't get people. Because I you feel make like these I get you. grand judgments, just these huge judgments of people. You just make sweeping assumptions about people that have no basis in reality. They're based entirely off of a first impression, off of a fleeting, you know, experience. And it's not based at all in reality. And you think that you're, you think that you're like, opinions are so grand and so honestly truthful and grounded in reality that you think you can make decisions based off of them that you can make decisions meddling in other people's lives if you don't want to date jane that's fine don't date jane but don't go around and tell other people what to do and who to hurt based off of what you think because you don't understand anything i you know what i do feel like i have a lot of very good assumptions about people because what i assumed about you is that you are just oh my i don't even i don't even have the words to put into this sentence Go on, say it. Say what you want to say. We're all adults here. No, no, let's just move on. I I can't deal with this. Why am I even here? I don't don't know. You could have said no. I don't know why I did it. If Jane is so pushy, what did she say to push you to come here? She said that you'd be here. You can come and argue with someone you hate. So fun. So exciting brilliant really I mean and just like after do you really think that I'm doing this just to fight with you yeah kind of that seems a little self-absorbed doesn't it well you did let's rewind let's backtrack you just said did you not roll back the tape that you came here because correct me if I'm wrong Jane said I would be here therefore like why else would you come here? Well, the maybe math- I thought something would change. I don't know. Okay? Why would something change? After, especially, you know what? I'll give you this. If if the only thing that had happened here was what happened with Jane and Bingley, maybe, maybe I would hear you out. But after the way, I don't, you clearly don't listen to the podcast because we had Georgie Wickham on here a few weeks ago And she talked about how awful you were to her. I was awful to Wickham. Please, please enlighten me on how I was awful to Wickham. Yeah, you could listen to the podcast and see that, but clearly you don't, so. No, explain it to me. All right, I will. You don't know the other half of the story. No, I wasn't there. That's like the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, she said that you guys were really good friends growing up, and then you went to college and turned into a snobby asshole. Surprise, surprise, we can see that much. And stopped talking to her. Do you want to know what really happened? Because that certainly did happen. I it, did it stop tracks. talking to her. Thing seems like a classic move from the dark. Enlighten me, what happened? Enlighten me. I certainly did stop talking to her, and you know why? Because she started to see my sister romantically, and she started to fuck my sister, and then broke her heart. My younger sister. How would you feel if that happened to your younger sister? What would you do? Exactly what you're doing to me right now. I guess I hadn't thought that far ahead, which I probably should have, because she is dating my younger sister now. Um, I didn't even mm. realize. Uh-huh. No, that's great. No, that's had sisters, so I guess that is on me. Um, I will. I'll take the L on that one. I was wrong. I was a wrong judge of character in this situation but that (laughs) that don't think that changes what happened with jane and bingley that's just so inappropriate for you to meddle in somebody else's relationship like that and then i get the bad guy in this situation but i don't understand why i can't just say the words that i'm trying to say you know i don't understand why you you can't say that interrupt me we're adults say what you're trying to say Listen, I understand that I have a short fuse and that I say too much. I have I have no filter, but do I have no filter or am I just the asshole in the situation? And clearly that's what you yeah. think. Yes. Great. That's what I thought. That's awesome. No, that's great. Really cool. I'm giving you the floor. Finish your thought. I want to hear what you want to say. No, that's I'm giving fine. you the floor. I will stop. I'm stopping please, talking. Can we please move on? Please. Fine. Thank you. Alright, well, if you don't have anything else to say, and I don't have anything else to say, I'm gonna go get Jane back and tell her that there was no reason she should have left and that everything's totally fine, so I don't know why she left. Listen, I... I've been thinking for a really long time about this podcast and you and your sisters and this is this is really hard for me to say i i don't know how to put the words together i i've been thinking about you a lot recently i don't know why you're just stuck in my head for some reason and maybe it's just your strong personality or something but i i think this this is not like not the right time to say this, so I'm Okay, well I'm kicking you out of my apartment after we finish recording this, so if you're gonna say it. I've I've been falling for you, Lizzie, okay? I don't know what I'm in love I'm with so you. sorry, huh? If if you're gonna laugh at me, I'm just gonna leave now. I am not laughing at you, I'm laughing at the situation because what? Of course you are. Oh my god, it's like you can't take anything seriously. 
I can't take you seriously because why would you say that? That's like the most insane thing you could have said. I genuinely think you could have said anything. You could have said you're a mass, a mass murderer. And I would have taken that more seriously than this because there would have been more evidence to back it up. Where's the evidence? Let's look at it from a... Let's look at it from an analytical perspective. You have been nothing but rude to me since we met. You have meddled in my sister's life, my best friend's life. And you have consistently been really rude to me and done nothing to show me that you even, like, think that I am a good or respectable person. So for you to turn around and say that you're calling for me, sorry if, like, the math isn't mathing for me, but... I just opened my heart to you for no fucking reason, and now all of a sudden you're just making fun of me. I am not making fun of you. I am trying to understand where this is coming from, because you have not been... I just don't... I don't understand why I should have to respect you and respect what you're saying when you have never shown me respect. I don't... I don't know what to say. Okay. Listen, I, you're an amazing person. You have this wonderful and encompassing personality that just, it draws everybody in. It drew me in. It, your sisters are, they're a lot to handle. And I can certainly look past that. You look past my sisters? Oh, I'm sorry. They're such a burden for you. I didn't say that they were a burden. I just said that they were a lot to handle. I mean, they're a little, a little wacky. I, I know that you agree. You've said it a million times. Yeah, because they're my sisters. I get to say that. I grew up with them. They're mine to joke about. You can, you live 20 years with them and then maybe you can joke about them, but that's not your right. I don't come to your house and joke about your sister. Well, you did earlier, so. Um, all right, moving on. I guess, and I'm trying to say this in the most sensitive delicate way possible i i don't know what you wanted me to say to this i guess knowing I don't know the history I and knowing how fresh the wound is with what happened with jane because i do i don't think it's something that is unforgivable by any means but with how recent it is and knowing how upset i am over it I don't really know what you want me to say. No, you're. it wasn't right of me to say. It wasn't a good thing for me to say. This was not the moment. But I can't, I couldn't just keep it in so much longer with you being so upset with me. How, how are we supposed to move past that at all? I don't know. Maybe we're not supposed to. I think you're right. Glad we had this talk, I guess. Can we can we call it? I'm I'm done. Yeah, um, go get Jane. You can leave if you want. Okay. Okay.